welcome to the Enneagram One Project Podcast with your host, Dominic Vandal, where ones come to learn mindset tools and embodiment techniques to reduce frustrations, quiet their inner critic, and live a most expansive life. If you're ready to make your unique oneness your superpower, then this is the show for you. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to the Enneagram One Project Podcast, Episode One, Why Knowing Your Enneagram is a Superpower. Before we get on with today's episode, I realized that this is the very first time we meet for many, many of us. So just a few tidbits about myself before we go on with today's show. I have an obsession with tea. I absolutely love it. I like all kinds and nothing delights me more than to have a cup of tea with loved ones, enjoying each other's company while in good conversation. The external sense I am most sensitive to is sound. I respond to sounds from an internal visceral place and I know exactly what will uplift my mood or help me to express and release emotions. I say this because we'll talk about that coming up in the next few episodes. I am someone who's always been into self-development in some way or other. And my journey into life coaching officially started in 2018 when I binge listened to the podcast that changed everything for me. I jumped on the very next cohort at the coaching school and never looked back. Now that's enough about me for now. Let's get to the show. On today's episode, we're exploring why knowing your Enneagram is a superpower, or simply put, why to even use the Enneagram and how we can use the Enneagram system to our advantage. The Enneagram itself is a typology system that helps to differentiate between personality types or archetypes. The magic is that these archetypes, the perfectionist, the helper, the achiever, the individualist, the investigator, the loyalist, the enthusiast, the challenger, and the peacemaker are not differentiated by actions or non-actions, but by the intrinsic motivation behind the actions and sometimes those non-actions. So I'm obviously biased and a huge, huge fan of the Enneagram because, well, I know how liberated I felt after discovering it and more specifically after identifying my type. What I'm not a fan of is what I've noticed in the Enneagram community and Facebook groups, where so much of the dialogue is around the issues of each type. And I'm not here for that, like at all. I think my oneness is great, even an asset, which is why we're looking at what knowing your Enneagram type can do for you, how you can utilize it and not box yourself in within the type. For once, that would look like believing that you can't help but get upset when someone does a task differently than how you ask them to. Basically using the typical characteristics of a one as a crutch in your life just to hold yourself back or as an explanation for why you can't move past resentment. That's just one example. We are so much more than that. The reason why knowing your Enneagram type is a superpower really comes down to actually three realizations I had when learning more about ones. 
I'll go into each one in more depth, but let me first tell you what they are in a nutshell. For one, it's like having my very own limiting beliefs coach in my pocket at all times. Two, it can be used to skyrocket your self-acceptance, which leads to the third realization. And that is that I now notice and move past um, these mind-made obstacles much, much faster than I ever have before. Okay, so let's look at each of the reasons for using the Enneagram. My very first appreciation of the Enneagram system is that it's like having a limiting beliefs coach in my pocket at all times. I'm a certified life coach, and I am skilled and practiced at uncovering limiting beliefs that my clients are holding as truths. Limiting beliefs are thoughts we've thought so, so many times that they feel true to us, even though they hold us back from creating the outcomes we want in our lives. That can be something like, I'm not good at math, or there's a right way to do things. So when you do this self-exploration without the help of a coach, using whatever your self-inquiry modality of choice is, that's a form of self-coaching. And as a coach, I am a very strong believer in self-coaching as a form of mental hygiene and self-care. The main obstacle one faces when self-coaching is that of being the brain that's trying to coach the brain that is holding on to the beliefs. Can you see how that would make it so much harder than when someone else is coaching you? It's like trying to give yourself a massage. It does help, but there's not enough space between you as the person giving the massage and you as the person receiving the massage for the full benefits of relaxation to be felt fully. Knowing your Enneagram type, it's like there's a big neon sign saying, remember, these are the limiting beliefs you hold as truths. In the case of ones, we don't just think that these thoughts are fact, but we also think that our beliefs are a sort of moral compass. I keep that neon sign handy so I can call out the limiting beliefs. It is totally up-leveled the way I self-coach, and the new depth in my self-coaching has led to more self-awareness, which is the main way I choose to use the Enneagram. And that is part of why knowing your Enneagram type can skyrocket your self-acceptance. I became a life coach in 2019, and I have to say, I learned so much about how the brain operates. Understanding the mechanics provided a sense of relief I had never experienced before. And for a while, that was good enough. Until I realized I would judge myself in every bit of self-realization I had, whether it was from a coaching call being coached by someone else, and then I beat up on myself for not being more evolved or advanced or what have you, or even in my own self-coaching. Same thing. I was, in essence, using the tools I was learning against myself. Does that sound familiar to any of you? Knowing my Enneagram type, as well as my instinctual drive, 
has helped me to see what the motivations of the inner critic are for me. And it can do that for you as well. The instincts theory is another level of the Enneagram typology that is really useful because it helps you better understand the intrinsic need your brain sees as being threatened in any given situation. And what happens is that when your brain perceives a threat to your person, that activates a survival mechanism sequence. In short, survival mechanism is created in early childhood as your brain programs itself for what works to keep you alive and what doesn't. The funny thing about what your brain thinks is a threat is that it can be any situation. It can be in preparation for going on an interview, going on a date, even going to the doctor for a routine checkup or taking a different route to a familiar place. There's no set of appropriate situations for the brain to consider threatening. And it's completely individual. I've always lived with a strong inner judge. And I thought everyone else did too. And yes, most people have an inner judge, but once have a relentless inner judge. It is the most constant and consistent internal dialogue we have. We even believe it's protecting us and making us into the best versions of ourselves. Once you know that it's a programming that was created in early childhood to keep you safe, it's easier to have compassion for it and accept wherever you are now in your journey. I can accept that. In fact, I can celebrate that. The third reason why using the Enneagram can be a superpower is because knowing your Enneagram type shows the beliefs your brain is operating from and you can start predicting when it's going to activate that survival mechanism and use it as a way to support yourself in creating the life you want. That is everything. I can predict when my brain is likely to go into survival mode just by looking at my plans for the day. Because of course, I'm a great planner. And then being the planner that I am, I can adjust and work with my brain by planning for some embodiment tools to use when that system is activated. I can create tools and techniques to support myself so that my brain helps in my endeavors. I do this all the time now. I give myself extra time before certain tasks in the day so that my brain can have the freakout it wants to have, which I allow. And then I allow the rest of my body to fully express it. And then I can return to the task with a brain that no longer thinks it's under threat. That's how I can try new things, receive feedback, and have the capacity to decide on purpose what my emotional state is going to be with whatever situation I face in a day. To recap, knowing your Enneagram type is a superpower because it shows you the limiting beliefs you'd sidestep otherwise. It provides information that shows you why you have those beliefs in the first place, which helps to accept where you are now. And it gives you an unfair advantage so that you can know ahead of time when you'll need a little extra help in your day so you can plan for that. So whereas in the past, I'd have listened to my brain that claimed, Dom, you need to know absolutely everything 
about the Enneagram, embodiment, and the mind before launching a podcast, I would have taken that as a fact, as a moral compass to guide me. I can see it as a limiting belief. I can have self-acceptance for the brain that thinks this is helpful to me, and I can move past this mind-made obstacle much, much faster and bring you this podcast, which I am certain will help so many of you. Know your Enneagram type and make it your superpower. Join me for the next episode where I introduce embodiment for once. Love to each and every one.